machine has appeared in homes across America. Double and redouble his power. 32. Six times more powerful than 3DO. All right, baby. 40 times more than Super NES. Hey, yo, there is no 32-bit Super NES. Are we going to see the games or what? Show me. Thank you. Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Welcome listeners, it's Adrian here from Arcade Attack, and just be right with you guys, I need to get comfortable, so I'm just uh, just doing something right now. What, what am I doing? You're untucking your shirt? Dude, yeah. dude, you're an untucked Arcade Attack. I'm untucking my Arcade Attack t-shirt just to get comfy with, yeah. Alright, <laughs> let's, let's get moving. So guys, you know that I like chucking things on top of consoles and hopefully making them power up a little bit. Who doesn't? Yeah. You love a peripheral, mate. <laughs> I do love a peripheral. Yeah. Um, Oh, I tell you what I do love though. I love my Jag CD, but I've got another another toy I've added on top of another console. Do you Shut know? Up. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Uh-uh. Um, to be honest, this podcast could have come out maybe two years ago if if there was a slightly different change of of, of a situation. Because do you remember Dylan a few years ago, you said, "Oh, Adrian, man, there's a retro gaming store in Streatham." Closing down. RGB was closing down. You yeah. call it RGB. I've got it done. Yeah, retro game base. RGB, <laughs> aka yeah. RGB. Um, and then was like, oh, if you if you go down, it's was it forty percent off? Oh uh, yeah, it was forty percent off. What was yeah. your experience in that particular store on that day? So I went on the first day. I think you went on the Saturday or maybe the Friday. The Friday of the sale. Yeah, and I got like a really cheapo N sixty four arcade stick. Bubsy 3D for some reason, <laughs> um, and that was about it. Actually, they didn't. I think they were, they were staggering what they put, were putting out, weren't they? So um, I kind of left it on that day, and, and then that was it. you let me know. And I went on the last day on the Sunday. I said, "This is the last day of closing." Mm. I got there about midday. I think they were going to be open for another two or three hours. Mm. And you know what? I went in there, and I, I got some cool stuff. I won't have loads of money back then. You know who does these days? Yeah. But I picked up a few Mega Drive games. I, I, Shenmue. Shenmue, you Shenmue. Got Shenmue. For, yeah. a, for a good price. I got a good price, about 20 or quid for Shenmue. That's pretty good on the Dreamcast. Oh, yeah, brilliant, mate. Yeah. And I think they said 60% off. And I, I saw pretty much all the consoles are gone, but there was a 32X. Ooh. Shut up. And it was th- there. And I actually went to the bar and I thought, you know, you know me, I don't like to cause a crowd, but I said, yeah. I will take the 32X, dear sir. And everyone's like, oh, no. people's jaws are dropping. Whoa. And he was, when, he was about to walk over and grabbed it. He says, you do realise, though, this is an NTSC version. No. And I was like, what are you on about, NTSC? And said, yeah, it won't work on a Power Mega Drive. And I'm like, what, no. what are you talking about? Because at the time, I had a Mega Drive 2. And oh, I said, are you, are you telling me it won't work on the Mega, Mega Drive 2? He said, no, it won't work. No. If you've got a PAL version, get on your bike, son. Because the slot, the slot for a start. So, bake, yeah, because you know, like, an English Mega Drive will only play EU, like, Europe PAL stuff. The Genesis plays American and British stuff, and the Japanese you can mash all of the cut the carts into them. <laughs> and then the the later games actually put region locking on them, so a lot of them don't work with them there. But initially, it was just the shape of the the cartridge and the slot. Funny that, isn't it? 
Yeah. To be honest, Adrian, this shopkeeper sounds quite rude, the way he was speaking to you. <laughs> but no, he's like, been honest. The one he, <laughs> he was being honest. <laughs> yeah, he, told, he told him to get on his bike. Well, he didn't really. I'm, get I'm on just, his RGB bike. I, 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 sometimes I exaggerate <laughs> my stories a little bit. <laughs> but, I, but guess how much he was charging for it? Um, was it like nothing? It, well, it's, 80 pounds. I think it was, I think it's 60. And that's quite cheap for a 32X, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah. 60 after the discount or before the discount? Um, Actually, do you know what? I think it was after, really. So maybe, I reckon I thought... That's it. still cheap, man. I would have got it and then just got a Genesis. And just yeah, like, it was cheap for the time. So I was, I was angry. I was like... Grr. And I remember going back on my Shenmue and my few goodies and going, yeah, that's pretty good, but I really wanted a 32X. Mm. And we mentioned it in passing. And Rob was like, we've already done a pod on 32X. No, we haven't, no, we Rob. Have we've not. mentioned it. We've yeah. mentioned it. And I, I think I've mentioned it a few times going, oh, I really want a 32X. They're kind of weird. I know at some point we've talked in depth about 32X. We we have mentioned, especially in like the mini mega drive, and I was saying we need a you know thirty two X and all that. Yeah, we've not done we've not done like a full a full because no one. This is the first time we've owned one. This is the first time Arcade Attack member has owned Ooh, one. Absolutely. Well, you jumping ahead a bit, Dylan. Do you know the? Oh end no, of the story? <laughs> yeah. no. I'm I'm just assuming that one of us will now own one. Well, <laughs> so that was always that was always bite me in the arse a bit. Got that that you know that chance that I missed out on that thirty two X. Yeah, but uh, what is the thirty two X? Uh, Rob you, uh, I wanted one so badly Did you when honestly? I was a kid. Yeah, I so wanted one. Uh, basically, it came out, I believe, about a year or so after the Mega CD. And whereas the Mega CD, the first version, would have slotted underneath the Mega Drive, the 32X was intended to go on top. So you could have, have a stack of, of like game systems. Like Mega CD, obviously, uh, very kind of full motion video, very kind of CD sound. Those are the big selling points. But 32X... Oh, yeah. I think it was much more arcadey in its focus. Like, and there mm-hmm. was, like, a man, I cannot go into how much I wanted one. Virtual Racing NBA Jam Tournament Edition, which was not available in the Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. well, it was. No, yeah, it was, but it wasn't. Yeah, but this one like had was like a much over like cooked up version. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the new Sonic game that uh, that came out in thirty two X. Knuckles Chaotix. Knuckles yes. Chaotix. Yeah. 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 I know it's not technically a Sonic game, but it's a Sonic game. It, it's a Sonic game. We we, we take it Sonic, don't we? And yeah. of course, Doom. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about certain games in a minute. Now, yeah, Rob, you're right. It's an add-on for the Sega Mega Drive. Um, what was the code name for the 32X? What was Sega's crazy code name? Uh, it was Mars, right? Project Mars. Rob, man, you're on fire, dude. Yeah, well done. Um, it was designed to expand the power of the Genesis and serve as a transitional console into the 32-bit era until the release of the Sega Saturn. So it was that kind of... We mentioned it earlier with the Jag CD and Mega CD. It kind of stopped gap. Um it's controversial at best, but you did want one. I wanted one so badly. Like, uh, obviously, kind of, I. It's weird. I didn't, wasn't really that into the idea of a Saturn. Like, I didn't kind of look like the kind of the three D ish like beat 'em ups like Tekken. It's never or Virtual Fighter. I was never really that into. Mm. Didn't really care that much. But like thirty two X just looked. So many games I wanted were coming yeah. out for it. I thought. Man, I love the Mega Drive. This is going to be like a Mega Drive, but better with better games that can't fit the Mega Drive right now. I really want one. Good. I'd Hype. What, did, why didn't you get one, may, may I ask, Rob? Um, I just think I kind of... That was the point where I was drifting away from games toward music, and I think like uh, the kind of stuff I wanted was more based in that like kind of... I wanted a stereo system, which I... Ended up getting instead of a 32x. No, fair, fair enough. enough. No good. And then, like you know, it wasn't really around that much longer. Did you ever want one, Dylan? Because well, you had see, a Mega Drive. Because I only had my first Mega Drive after the demise of the 32x. Yeah. So I saw all of that from afar. I still only had my <laughs> Master System and Amiga yeah. when all of this stuff was going on. 
but I thought it, it didn't really appeal to me. I thought, why are they still flogging the Mega Drive? Like, that thing is, like, it, it's got so much tacked onto it now, the poor bugger. And, yeah. What would you I, describe the look of it? It's like a, it's quite ugly looking, isn't it, really? It's funny looking. <laughs> it doesn't even have a Like a mushroom. Like, yeah, it's like a like a mushroom. You stick on top of your Mega Drive. Like like the Mega Drive is like the sleekest like looking thing ever. Yeah. Like it looks like a like a car dashboard or whatever. And yeah. like boom, you like stick a mushroom on top of it. It's better than the toilet seat. It sounds like a Nintendo thing to do, <laughs> stick a mushroom on it. Yeah. yeah. But I was like I just I never had any desire to own a mega C D either. It just didn't really appeal to me. Thirty two X, definitely. Yeah, I didn't because like my mate at primary school had a mega C D, so even though I get to play those games, I wasn't that fussed about the F M B stuff then. I'm more fussed about it now. Yeah. Don't know what's about. I then. think Rob's right, the thirty two X was more for the arcade aficionado. One of our words. Yeah. It had slightly different names in different countries. So in Japan, what was it called? Not these aren't particularly Stupid, yeah, really odd names. The Super 32? The Super 32 Smash Man? It was just the Super 32X. Whereas it was called the Genesis 32X in North America, the Mega Drive 32X in the Power Regions, and in Brazil... The Tectoy Mega 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 CD 32X. Take away about 10 of those words and you got it right. This is called the Mega 32X. The Mega 32X. They're not super. There you go. Um, it was unveiled by Sega at June 1994's Consumer Electronics Show, and the 32X was presented as a low-cost option for consumers looking to play 32-bit games. Was it actually low-cost? Yeah, it, it, it was. It was um, pretty cheap, apparently. I can't got the right... 150, pro- wasn't it? 140, 150? So it was cheaper than the Mega CD, then? Cheaper than Mega CD. It was supposed to be that sort of budget, can't afford a new console kind of thing. Yeah, but at that time, it would have been more expensive than a Mega Drive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Itself. Mm. Yeah. What mm. caused Sega to, to kind of get a bit flustered and develop this thing initially? What was the big console at the time that scared the bejeebas out of them? It, it wasn't the PlayStation, was it? It wasn't, wasn't it PlayStation. the PlayStation. It wasn't. It was... Um, 3DO? It wasn't the 3DO, apparently. The... Jaguar? It was, wasn't it? We can't go one pod without you mentioning the Jaguar, can oh, we, no. dear? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Apparently, again, this is, um, I hope it's true, but it developed in response to the Atari Jaguar and concerns that the Saturn would not make it to the market by the end of 1994. So it was, they were a bit scared by the Jaguar's 64-bit power. Mm. It was in, you know, it's conceived as an entirely new console. Uh, I also believe an issue might have been that SNES was really up in its game as you kind of went further into the 90s. Like, they Obviously, had the carts, didn't they? They yeah. had all the FX carts. Yeah, I mean, stuff. Starwing, like Star Fox, whichever country you're in, like yeah. was a huge jump forward at the time. And man, mm. they sold so many Snezzers off the back of that. Yeah. Like, I think maybe there was that kind of thing where, obviously, Mega Drive had lower capabilities, but yeah. you kind of had to kind of do that thing that would kind of make it better than the Snez until, like, those new machines came out. Yeah. If you think that, you know, mm. that a Jaguar is... A 64-bit console, which is essentially two alternating 32-bit yep. processors, isn't it? Tom and Jerry's, so, basically, yeah. So the 32X is pretty much a Jaguar, right? Uh, is it? Is. Well, half 32. a Jag. Half, but it's not, though, because if a Jag... Jag is really a 32-bit machine. Well... That's debatable. <laughs> oh, there's people at home shouting at me like... How oh, dare you, Dylan? Do the math! Do, do the, the math! math. Not Arcade Attack, not, not you turning on us Jaguar owners too. Yeah. You are one friend. Oh, no. But let's, no, without, let's put the Jag joking for one side. If you heard there was a big new console coming that powerful, and you're Sega going, oh, hang on a minute, we've, we're not going to get the Saturn out to a few years, mm. you can understand why they might be a bit scared. Maybe 
not rightfully so. We're looking back in the. If they've got something that they can whack in, I mean, the th- there's not a, there's not a lot in that shell, is there? That's the funny thing about a thirty two X. No, is if you've seen the inside of it, it's really not much. At I haven't all. opened it. I'll take your word for it. It's got like this massive. It's just a massive. Mu- it's like an empty mushroom essentially. It's like when you eat a mushroom for dinner. It doesn't really fill you up, does it? So, no. <laughs> Don't ever have mushrooms just for dinner, um, yeah. or just mushrooms for dinner. But yeah, it's, it is. It, you know, it's something that they could whack out quickly, isn't it? And they thought, okay, right, this is it. Yeah. Um, okay, we can just use utilize the obviously the old <laughs> Mega Drive CPU and just do it. Just yeah, do it. We can get we can get this thing out. It can work. It can work. It's it, interesting. It, can give us yeah. it is interesting. Yeah. Um, I must say to my listen, our, our listeners today, I'm not really going to do much of the nuts and bolts of the development of it. I might say that for a second 32x pod. Maybe. Yeah. We've got, to, we've got to keep something in the can. <laughs> we, can't like, we, we can't just rinse out the whole of history all in like one, one hour. And plus, I'm talking about personal stories, but I'll give you a little bit of background. So here we go. So at the suggestion of Sega of America, good old Joe Miller, the console was com- uh, converted into an add-on. So I, re- I think originally it was supposed to be its own thing, but an add-on to the existing Mega Drive to, made, to be made more powerful. The final design contained two 32-bit, 32-bit central processor units and a 3D graphics processor. Mm. Pretty crazy. To bring the new add-on to market, bit like the Jaguar. To bring the new Jag add-on to the market, sorry, uh, by its scheduled release date of November 1994, development of the new system and its games were rushed. Mm. Who would have thought that? <laughs> uh, the console failed to attract third-party video game developers and consumers because of the announcement of Sega Saturn's simultaneous release in Japan. Mm. That's pretty crazy. Thanks, isn't it? Sega of Japan. Yeah, I think. So I think the Saturn could, yeah. and the 32X, at least in Japan, were released pretty much at the same time. Because Japan jumped the gun, didn't they, on the Saturn? We'll look at that for, in the that's second. A later, yeah, we've discussed, we've chatted. That's that the 32. Podcast, that's the 32.2X pod. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, help it. I mean, and that's understandable if you're a third-party developer and you know you know that you got a CD base. This is just a stop. Yeah, this is just a stopgap, and it's not a long-term priority for like the actual kind of game company are they going to promote your are you are they going to promote the system that much mm. you wouldn't and if you were a developer well, how many games were developed in total for the good old 32x let's say I know this. 50 or 60 40 dylan's got it spot on they should have... i know that because i've got all the roms on my <laughs> raspberry pi thing <laughs> about 40 just 40 and um some are very good some are mediocre and some are terrible that's what i, I haven't played all of them we'll talk about the ones i've played soon mm. Um, how many 32X consoles have been sold or have been sold up to well, now? Peripherals, really. Peripherals. 1.5 million. Less. 1.5. Less? What? Less. <laughs> Apparently. Mil? A, tad, a tad less than a million. Oh. Uh, 800,000. Oh, well done, yeah. That's what I've got here. So. 800,000. Um, they managed to sell 665,000 by, by the end of 1994. And then finally, after steep discounts, uh, they, they sold the rest off to. You know, up to eight hundred thousand by nineteen ninety six, when when obviously Sega went to the Saturn properly, like full full, full guns blazing. Yeah, um, I think I mentioned a few uh, tweets later, but I think in certain stores, Toys R Us, you can get them in America at least very very cheap towards the end. Oh mate, and how much are they worth now? Mad, isn't it? Really, it is mad. Like guys I mean, who pick those up, how, how much are they on eBay these days? They're, they're a lot, aren't they? A really, hundred. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They I are. Obviously, I don't want one now. I can't afford one now. So, but it is considered a commercial failure. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like saying it, but it's true. I mean, like any kind of game system that sells that little is commercial failure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's under a million, man. Yeah, that's crazy, really. Um, so yeah, reception after the add-ons unveiling and launch work was actually initially quite positive, believe it or not. 
and some of the early games and some of the games released were actually quite impressive yep and it did they, they were like yeah this is quite a low price uh, I think it was about $150 I think you're right Rob around that sort of figure and it was that it, the, it, it was quite well, well initially received but later reviews both contemporary and retrospective have been quite negative mm. because of its shallow game library poor market timing and the resulting ma- uh, market fragmentation for the Genesis mm. but none of those things are issues with the system itself no, truthfully. Just how Sega approached things. How did I get my 32X? That's oh, the question. I'm not even going to try and guess it. I kind of roughly know a little bit of the story. But <laughs> do I'm you know gonna, this, Rob? I'm I don't know this. Usurp you. Are you ready? Because I already told you the, the non-story about how I didn't get it. I was close. Yeah. Oh, man. I, you know. you should have got that NDSC one, man. Screw it. For that, <laughs> for that money... I would have just bought it. Oh, man. man. I can't believe that wasn't out when I went to that shop. Damn them. I mean, they must have taken that last stage, you reckon? I don't know. I hate that. Oh, one of our listeners, uh, Nathan Ogden, I'm sure he doesn't mind us mentioning his name. He actually he's chats me on Twitter a bit and he mm-hmm. says, oh, I love your podcast. And he shares our stuff. I must plug yeah, his Facebook that, group. Um, it's Retro Video Games. It's not a massive Facebook group, but it's, it's a nice group. It's about 183 members. Please join it. Retro Video Games. And Nathan added me as an admin, so I feel quite important now. Oh, you could boot me out if you I can boot Dylan out now. Thanks. I'd add Rob in, but he hates Facebook, so there you no, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But good old Nathan, he does a good job there. He keeps it nice and tidy, and he always shares our pods. He yeah, does. He's a good lad. And he is a good lad. And he, he actually contemplates, oi, um, you mentioned the Photoex recently. I said, oh, did I? He's like, would you want to buy one? I was like, well, I haven't got much money. This is before my holiday to Spain. I said, Before, I, you, you needed that money for that paella. I said, sorry, Nathan, I'm, I'm a little bit low on cash right now. I'm trying to yeah. save up for a holiday. I, I do want a 32X. And he said, look, I'm a fan of your pods. I'm going to cut you a good deal. He's not an idiot. He knows the market price. And mm. he said, look, what do you think of this then? He said, um, I'll sell you a 32X with seven games, not boxed, but seven games for 100 quid. That is ridiculous. And I, I said to Nathan... It, it, will, it, will, Are you will, sure, will this work on my on my Mega Drive Two? He said no, it wouldn't, which I don't quite understand. Um, isn't there like a levery bit or something don't that you need? No, isn't, isn't it really fiddly with the way it attaches onto a Mega Drive? It, the one I yeah, but, but, so I said he said no, it wouldn't work on that. I don't think it's going to work on that. Right, and he said don't worry, I'll chuck in a Mega Drive as well. Mark one Mega Drive. He said there you go, it's part of the bundle. And I was like, Mark, I said, Nathan, man, that's too much. He said, nope. But there is one condition. Mm. He said, you must do a podcast on the 32X. Oh. So that's podcast over. (laughs) Condition (laughs) met. Bye. (laughs) No, Nathan, man. It it is, I think, because it's got that steep kind of cartridge bit, isn't it? It's like like the Mega Drive 2 kind of slope, so it doesn't fully connect on it. I'll take your word for it, dude. Have you ever tried tried mashing it on? No, I just, because he, I just... Stuck it into the Mark One, the um, the Mega Drive okay. One. Okay, well, fair enough. Yeah. There you go, and it works proper, man. It's good, and and do you know what? He, but originally he said, "Look, that's another design flaw with it. The Mega Drive Two would have been the one that would have been on like common, <laughs> yeah. like like purchase. Then you would think, wouldn't you? <laughs> it doesn't fit properly on it. I don't know. Did the Mega? I don't think the Mega Drive Two ever sold out. Out sold the no, Mega but Drive it would have been the one that they would have been producing at the time that the Thirty Two X came out. That's the thing, isn't it? So they would have stopped making the Mark One Mega Drives. The Mega C, the, the Mega Drive Two, and the Mega CD Two would have been the ones that that were on the shelves with it. That's just so weird. Like, how? I mean, this is, I know in advance this is going to be a really stupid question because mm. I don't know about technical stuff. But why would it be so difficult to make? Why would they not be able to kind of make the Thirty Two X compatible with it when all the games were compatible with it? What do you mean? 
Well, like the, the cartridge slot, you mean? Yeah. I mean, like. Because that's get, basically what the 32X is. Like. It's a cartridge that goes in. It is in just a cartridge with it's a big like mushroom. cartridge at the bottom, isn't it? Then <laughs> wax it into it. I don't know, man. Like, All I know is Nathan, and he's a smart guy, so I don't think it's going to work properly. Maybe he was. I think what he says rings true. I think someone has mentioned that it. Because mm. it has like. You've got to connect like it. Little, yeah. It's got a little. You have to connect the cable metal, to the. You have to connect it somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, at the moment, <laughs> we're still negotiating. I'm like, this sounds like a good deal. But then he was like, I live in Northampton. I'm not going to give him his full address because that would be out of order. <laughs> and he lives at 32 Northampton Road. And Northampton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and our, anyway, 32X Road. <laughs> 32X Road. Um, so he said, well, you know, do you want to meet halfway? He's, and I was like, that's, and that's a good compromise. And I said, it's some holiday soon. I'm up for that. And I told Becca, we're going to meet in Asda Car Park in Watford. In Watford. Dodgy deals. What, in Watford. Deal. And then Becca, my wife is like, you can't do that. I'm scared. He's like, you, who, you don't know this person. I was like, Nathan's all right. He's a cool guy. And he was like, you must bring someone, you must bring Dylan with you. He's going to be your bodyguard. What? You know, I don't told you this. No. So I said, Nathan was going to lure you to your death with promises of a cheap 32X. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So I said to Becca, don't worry. I'll drive up with Dylan. He'll be my muscle. Yeah. And then, and I, that, but then um, I never actually asked, asked you. I was like, oh, oh Nathan, I'm going to come at this day. And then I was like, actually, he was like, oh, I'm working nights. I'm working this day. It got really confusing. And he said, I'll just post it to you. <laughs> what a dude, story. Dude, we almost <laughs> went on like a road trip to Watford. Watford, as the car park. Watford, as the car park. Can you imagine? Park. Doing dodgy. Can you imagine? Like we had to like, bl- like blink, the, blink the lights. I kind of wish it happened now. Sorry, Rob. I asked, I went for, I went for dinner and I said, I'm going to go for dinner. Can you imagine if we accidentally went into like a dogging site or something? <laughs> you start flashing and lots of guys come over like, oh, hi guys. Have you got a 32X? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like oh. an innuendo or something? Oh, they haven't got a 32X. Oh, that's, that's not what they call it. I really it. hope that's a 32X in your pocket. <laughs> well, that's a big bulge. <laughs> or, it better not be a mega CD. There's not, there's not mushroom Ooh, there for that. So that didn't no. happen. I, I think he just posted In a sliding doors moment, that could have happened. I'd kind of like to meet him, though. Uh, anyway. Hey, Nathan's a cool I'm guy. Sure, I'm sure we'll meet, we'll meet him at some we, point. Yeah, no, no, look, if we're ever in the neighbourhood, if we're in Northampton, because my brother used to live there, so I said to him, oh, if my brother was still there. I've been there, drunk in Northampton. Yes, yeah, that's any kind so of thing. So We've both been drunk in Northampton. Yeah. We probably bumped into Nathan a few times. Oh, sorry, mate, we bumped yeah, into Yeah, sorry, that's, that, that was the, the guys with the bad accents and the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Croydon accents. The rude guys with the bad accents. Um, yeah, anyway, so he posted it. I chucked an extra sort of 20 quid for postage and stuff. But that's not a bad deal, right? That's a great deal. Seven games, not box. Do you want to, deal? do you want to tell us what games I got with the old caboodle? All right, well, I hate, I've, I've played a lot of these, obviously, in emulation <laughs> format. Um, what I believe is the pack-in game, Motocross. Yeah, I, I don't know if it, I take your words it's for Motocross it. Championship, actually. Oh, my word. It's pretty horrific. I played it today, and I've played, played it a few times now, because uh, I know that... But Keith's son, Nicky, loves this game. And I, I said to my son, I said, Nicky loves this game, you're going to love it. And I was like, yeah, this ain't good. No. <laughs> when you play two-player, <laughs> you know when you play two-player games, usually it's half the screen each. Yeah. It was literally like a, a top right corner for one person, bottom left corner for the other. And, and the other loads is just, of like blank. Like, like, well, it like, tells like, you where you are first. Yeah. This is your time. I'm like, this is just, this is taking the mick. <laughs> it is, yeah. They didn't really do the split screen well on that. Yeah. Um, all right, so you got that. Um, I'm kind of like trying to build it up from the, from, from the bottom up. So, huh? <laughs> 30 that's a reaction huh? what the hell is is that the golf, golf magazine presents 36 great holes <laughs> I really hope this is I've not I've got golf the magazine yeah. starring Fred Couples do you know what it reminds me of you know Simpsons that golf game Lee in Carvalho's the- putting challenge <laughs> 
<laughs> was Fred Couples even good then? I don't yeah, know. he he was. But this is. Would he been the the guy? Uh, Sega in America, I think so. Sega yeah, were good at getting the guy. Like the, we all know the guy in the nineties was any else. Oh yeah! Oh, you yeah. love a bit of Ernie, don't just, you? Right, okay. Just another. <laughs> don't you think that the Simpsons video games in would actually make quite a good compilation of real games? Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Is yeah. it Slatterhouse? House? <laughs> one of them, or is yeah, that no. is that a real game? And isn't that's it a real game? Hockey Dad, <laughs> Hockey Dad. Um, what was the, like the gore one where he shoplifted it? And yeah, what was that? Oh yeah, the one, the before obviously he got Lee Carvalho. What was it? it was? Um, oh, I can't remember. But that would have been great. I would have, I would play Lee Carvalho. Stop, oh, oh, that's gonna do my head in now. <laughs> Keith would have got it anyway. Keith would have got it anyway. So Keith's the only one who's not here. Yeah, no, sorry, Keith. Adrian Scup did his untucking, un- untucked arcade attack T-shirt. <laughs> as opposed to we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, Tough man contest is your next one, which it, looks it, pretty horrific. It looks horrific. It's made by Electronic Arts, and do you know what? It's a super punch out game. It's that kind of look and feel. Do you know what? It's not too bad actually. While you're on that, do you want to hear some character names from that game? Yeah, go on then. Um, some of them a little bit. Well, there's no butter bean. <laughs> and some of these, they've got, they've got profile pictures, and some of the profile pictures are. Mm. We've, got, we've got Chang Fu. Chang Fu? Yep. Oh, that could be. Yep. Freddy Bravo. Got Coolio Lock. Yeah. Well, I wonder what ethnicity Coolio Lock is. <laughs> <laughs> see, you don't even have to guess because you see the pictures and oh. go, yeah, this is pretty close to the bone. Oh, PJ no. Rock. Okay. I love this. It's one of my favourite ones. TK O'Reilly. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah, TKO. TKO, but he's an Irish dude, of course. Yeah. Um, I like this one. Hiro, Hi- suck it to me. <laughs> I'm not no, even joking. That sounds really Just, racist. No. I know. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, Jeff. Oh, here we go. this gets worse. Jabfar El Habib. <laughs> I can't even. I'm speechless. Cool. Yeah. Coco Valdez. Jacob Jabowitz. Jab, jab, yeah, yeah. Joe Wild Hawk, Biff Blue Blood. <laughs> Biff Blue Blood. I'm not even, I'm not, hey, this this is what's in the game. Nikolai Radzinski. That just actually sounds like someone's name. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Diego Garcia, Havana Jones. Oh, this Yang and Chi. I'm not even going to say what this person like. It's, it's very racist. <laughs> oh, this is my favourite. Their name or their, what they look like? They look like it's. It, yeah, I'm not going to describe it. Sydney Dundee. Oh no! Where do like you think Aust- this? Australian. Oh my no, words! God. Sydney Dundee. Seriously. Gavin Grayson. Stop. There are a Adrian, lot of characters stop. in this. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. I've almost finished. Yeah. Rigo Suarez, Bruce. Do you have to beat all of these guys to beat the game? But Benny Booyah and Hans Fischer. <laughs> Hans Fischer. Hans Fischer. Oh my god. Um, I'm not even joking. So, yeah, anyway, next game. Moving on quickly. Yeah, moving along, mate. So, okay, I'm no, building no. this up. Do you know what? It's not a bad game, actually. To be fair, it's like Super Punch-Out. It's not too bad. It's quite playable. Right, I have to pre- pronounce this properly. Metal Head. Metal Space Head. Metal Head. Okay, Which what is, is a? What do you reckon that game is about? Um, a guy who's got a metal head <laughs> runs around kind of headbutting people. I think it's about a, a robot that's shooting things. Yeah, it's, it's, a, like mech. A, it's a, a mech like game. A mech game. Look, it's not a bad game. Um, it, I, I still prefer Iron Soldier. It's quite similar look to Iron Soldier, but yeah. I prefer that on the Jag. But there well, you, you go. Would, you would prefer Iron I would Soldier. Prefer. Hey, it's not a bad game, actually, to be okay. fair, but it's not my favourite. All right. What else have we got, dude? Oh, all right. Now, these are the three. Oh, here we go. These are the three that I've heard are sort of the pinnacle. Yeah, of, these are the three I picked out. Yeah, of, yeah Rob did actually. Yeah, honestly, did Rob? Yeah, he did. Star Wars Arcade. You know what? That's not a bad little number. And Star I'm, Wars Arcade. So you can actually play the Star Wars. 
That was uh, a good arcade, arcade game. game too. I'm a, I'm it a f- was. It was a very popular arcade it's game. It's not bad port, you know. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the old TIE Fighters next fight X-Wings yep. on the PC. And it's not a bad sort of... It brought back some great memories of my old PC days. Mm. It's very playable. It's two-player as well. And you know what? It's, it stands out. Yeah. A Mega Drive, two for three, couldn't do that game. Yeah. So you can see where the power is coming in. Yeah. Then we have something that's very similar to the Jaguar port. Which <laughs> leads me to think that this thing is a Jaguar. Doom. Yeah. And it's not a bad port at all either, to be fair to it. People, I think, how many? it's only got 16 levels, isn't it, this one? Yeah, I, I haven't played it a lot, because obviously, I've, I've, well, not obviously, but i played the... Has the, it got music? Uh, I think it does have music, yeah. So it's better than the Jaguar oh, version. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's close, but I, you know... And Adrian has, Adrian's already told us that Duke on the Jaguar is the best version. You, could, you have to let him have that. Yeah, Sorry. You've got it, he has. Yeah, okay. It's all I've got in my sad life. Fine, fine. And then the last one, which is probably my, my go-to. I wish... If I'm going to get out the 32X emulator, it's I the wish one I Keith was here right now. Yes. Because he would have a little story to say about this. He, he used to love this, playing, playing this in the old... Um, Sega. Why don't you tell everyone what thing. the game is? <laughs> uh, maybe I can ask them, tell them some questions, and maybe they can get. Yes, nice. it's, it's, it's Virtua Racing Deluxe. Deluxe. Well. Deluxe. Deluxe. You forgot the Deluxe. Well, you've got more versions because um, it's because it's a video game as opposed to an arcade game. In my follow-up pod, I'm hoping Keith will say it, and I'm, I'm, I'd love to record this because he says, and I'm, I'm, we'll take his word for it. And he probably thinks you're a liar, agent. Yeah, I never said this, but he's saying that this version is better than the Saturn version. Yeah, I think a lot of people have said that actually. A lot of people have said that Doom on the 32X is better than the Saturn oh, Doom. Oh, there you go. They, they say that the, the, the frame rate, as a lot of heard, the frame rate on the 32X version is better than the Saturn one. That ain't too bad. And do you know what? I played the virtual race. I played it today. Two player was really smooth. One player was great. It's not a bad game at all. Mm. You know, I'm not a big racer game. You know that. I don't, I don't play a lot of racing games. Mm. But it was so... Oh, man. It, you know Checker Flag. Oh, no, I will don't defend. Stop talking about checkered flag. I will defend most <laughs> most Jaguar games, but that is rubbish compared to this. This is a brilliant game. Yeah, For the <laughs> anything compared to checkered flag. Compared to it, so, so checkered flag could be like on the Jag. Yep. could be good, but for some reason they've put too many blocky things really tight around the yep. track. And yeah, the handling true. is not quite there, so you end up smashing into like bridges and stuff and Indeed. getting stuck, isn't it? That's the that's the main problem. With that's Checkered the main flag. problem. Whereas obviously, virtual racing has better sort of more open. You skid on the yeah, you can skid on the grass. I mean, it so has a full episode on that soon. Virtual racing, yeah. virtual racing. We could do virtual racing and virtual fighter maybe as a double combo. Possibly, we're just you know, we're spitballing. We're spitballing. We're spitballing. Well, then we have to do virtual cop as well. And oh, we could just virtual everything. That's what the, <laughs> the name of the podcast would just be virtual everything. I like it, yeah. but um, that is a great port, and we can talk about it more in a future episode because I think it does deserve it because it's a great game actually, it's just playable, and yeah. the graphics are so smooth. Yeah, um, it's a bit blocky. Let's be honest now, but it, the mm. playability is top notch. I don't think. I mean, my my memories of the arcade machine are faint, but I don't think I don't think it's too much. What off about it. the Mega Drive version? Mega Drive version was an amazing achievement. Obviously, mm. like they whacked in a, a lot into that cart. It was like a 70 quid cart. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. 70 pounds. <laughs> 70 quid. But that, it's not as good as that. The Mega Drive version is not as good as that. It, it's, it's unbelievable you even playing that on the well, Mega yeah. Drive with those 3D graphics. Yeah. But that is the 32X's version. Is better. Probably my... F- yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good selection of seven games. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about the other games in the future, Pop. But before I move on, I, the, the Tower of Power. The Tower of Power. There's dude. actually... There's actually six... It's, Six games, Dylan and Rob, where you can actually use a 32X and a Mega CD and obviously the Mega Drive to play six games. It's 
you need the whole caboodle to play these games. Do you we know, can do this. What games are these crazy concoctions? I've never even bothered looking. <laughs> I've never even heard of this before. <laughs> well, look, well, look, six games were released that require both the add-on units to be played. All of these titles are full motion video based games which were previously available on standalone Mega CD games and later had their FMV assets upgraded to take advantage of the 32x improved graphics. Well, I bet, I bet those sold a lot. You have to have three Night Trap one. Well, there was Night Trap. All six were released on CDs with the cart slot being unused but enhanced. Um, Unfortunately, if you're Japanese listeners, you never received any of these Mega CD 32X games, as they're oh, called. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. However, North America received five, while Europe received four of those five. Um, surgi- you said six. No, but I'm, I'm going to come to that. Oh, okay. Surgical Strike. Here Surgical we go. Strike. Once bound for North America, ended up being an exclusive title in which country? I'm not talking North America. I'm not talking about Europe. Australia. Brazil. Brazil, Brazil, um, and and it, yeah, it was the only f- Mega CD thirty two X game to reach that that region. Apparently, wow. Um, apparently, half a dozen other titles in this crazy Mega CD thirty two X hybrid were in development but cancelled. Um, bit of a shame, really. Some of them later went to make. Have you got the list of the games? I've got the list of the six. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, go on. Corpse Killer. Oh, Corpse Killer was one of those. That so, was a 32 x Oh. So it'd be a better version. It'd be a better version. So we're like, it was a bad game, but yeah, okay. Fahrenheit. I've heard of it. I've never played it. I haven't got the deets. No. Night Trap, as you Night mentioned. Night Trap was the one, yeah. Uh, Slam City with Scotty Pippen. Yep, Slam City with Scott, Scotty Pippen, the old Chicago Bulls guy. It ain't Slam City with Fred Couples, unfortunately. No, oh, <laughs> they couldn't get couples for that, so they had to go with Scotty Pippen. For a basketball and we've got, we got Supreme Warrior, never heard of it. Yeah. And the one that was Brazil only, Surgical Strike. Surgical Strike. <laughs> oh, dear. Why was, do we know why Surgical Strike was banned? I don't know, actually. I should have. I, I tell you what, that might, might save that for a second. Was it a bit like you were like a surgeon and you were like. I, know, I, I, I can't remember. A bad now. surgeon. You went on strike. Yeah. You went on strike. It's a game. It's, it's like just a, a game like a picket, like, 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 like a picket line. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like a trade union game. You've got to decide <laughs> on the, the wages and the work conditions. <laughs> it was too boring, but like the Brazilians would, well, would, would, would go yeah. for it. Um, oh, man. Just to sort of finish up, I, I chucked out a tweet, didn't I, on Twitter? Oh, oh yeah. my words. It, it almost broke Twitter of this. It broke Twitter. A tweet about... Well, well, the, 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 you sorry. tweeted the Colleen Rooney thing. Well, no, that, that was unfortunately I would have been tr- I'm sure this tweet would have been trending if it wasn't for the, uh, Rebecca Vardy and that nuisance yeah Colleen, C- Colleen was like it was Rebecca Vardy slash 32x <laughs> yeah. slash surgical strike slash surgical strike <laughs> right so I said here what are your views on the Sega 32x I will be discussing this infamous add-on in a future Arcade podcast do you own one what are the best games any hidden gems why was it a failure? Would you like one today? What's better, the Mega CD or 32X? So many questions. All in one tweet. Why did you do that? <laughs> I wanted to break Twitter. Okay. Uh, good old Dino. Dino. We call him the old Dino saw around this neck of the woods. Dino saw. He's <laughs> really call you that, mate. <laughs> he said, never had one. Still want one. Only played VR racing via emulation. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it put me off Sega, the uh, old add-on thing. I felt like they were milking the MD to death while other companies moved on. Is that they fair? They really were milking it, man. Yeah. I had to watch this whole thing, this whole caboodle from afar. And they, they were milking it. <laughs> you were just pointing and laughing with half, half I the was time. Like, I've got my Amigo. I was still wanting <laughs> Jag Taggart bit my tweet, didn't he? He got involved. Yeah. He said, I got the Mega CD new, but passed on the 32X. 
I saw the Mega CD as simply expanding the capabilities of the Mega Drive to play CDs and CD-based games. I didn't really see the 32X in the same light, especially with knowledge that the Saturn was around the corner. I got a 32X years later. Oh, dear. There you go. You Jack finally Taggart. got one. He, well, he ran out of space to say, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jed. Good old Outrunner. I, he said, okay. I like it. Has enough games worth playing on it. Pretty much the same <clears throat> I've said for a, a long time now. <laughs> it's not worthless, which I have my top two games for it. More like, though, besides them. He doesn't actually mention his top... Oh, he did do a picture, to be fair. The pictures, I think, showed um, Star Wars Arcade and Virtua Fighter. Uh, he's probably shouting at me now. I think they're the two top of my head. Sorry, mate, if we've got that wrong. <laughs> yeah, you love Virtual Fighter and Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Durso. Oh, I love this. I remember uh, our Garfield friend. Yeah. He said, I remember mostly of the 32X when the units were discontinued at Toys R Us in the late 1990s. They had such an oversupply that they were stacked to the ceiling and sold for how many dollars each? 50. 20. $20. And he said, I purchased three of them and still untouched. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he's sitting on a gold mine. Well done, mate. He, he's done that with a few consoles, hasn't he? He's a very, very shrewd man back in the Ask days. him if he'll meet us in a car park. <laughs> in Watford. He has to yeah, come across Asda. from America. Has to be Asda. Asda. Yeah. And, and Asda's owned by Walmart, so it's, you know, yeah. it should be too hard. Blink twice for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't bring any mega CDs. <laughs> right, Raphael. We like a bit of Raphael. Oh, yeah, Raphael, mate. He says, yup. Full stop. Yep. Well, I, that's not the end succinct. of the tweet. I got a 32X on a few games when it came out. It was a pain to install with the metal clips and Star that's Wars. It. it did have the metal clips. Yeah. That's what it was. So you had to put like the metal clips and then you've got to like slot it in. There. And that's not if you just want to play Metalhead, isn't it? But he said, look, he says um, Star Wars Arcade kept crashing. It also generated a lot of heat. I removed it again from the base unit a few years ago and it, and it is now tucked away in a box. The packing game was motocross. There you yeah, go, you're was, right, yeah, there you go. I got Star Wars Arcade and Calibri soon after. Ah, Calibri. Now, now Calibri, I, I might pronounce it wrong, it's a game um, that I might feature again. I, I liked it. I couldn't get with it, I'll be honest with you. It's a, I, it was a bit too highbrow for me. I, I like highbrow stuff. I think Rob <laughs> would like it. You, know, you like lowbrow. I like, I'm, mate, I'm... <laughs> you, hate, you hate honeybee. I'm um, scraping uh, the, what, yeah, the floor. What are those birds called again? They're... Um, Hummingbirds? Hummingbirds. You play as a hummingbird, don't you? Yeah. yeah. You hate hummingbirds. You always say how much... Why am I a hummingbird shooter thing? Come on. You you want to control a game where you're a cat so you can eat honeybirds. Yeah, like, you know, the whole... Hummingbirds, even. (laughs) Um, And after a few years later, it was discontinued. I picked up Space Harrier and Afterburner real cheap at a garage sale. Or was it at the toy store? Question mark. Arcade Perfect Space Harrier? (laughs) Well, we... we, um, Rob, we went to EGX, didn't we? And we we actually splayed... uh, Splayed? Played Space Harry on the thirty two X, and a few minutes later we played it in the arcade. Were they the same? Well, the arcade version was movable, so no, they weren't the same. It was in that kind of movable chair, wasn't okay. it? Okay, so they're not the same. <laughs> Just but the, the game itself, apparently, the Space Harrier thirty two X is arcade perfect. Nice. Oh, haven't played it myself. Well, I have played it truthfully. I played yeah. it at EGX. It looked pretty damn fine to me. Is that the end of the is is thirty two X Space Harrier arcade perfect podcast that Jay from Waffling Taylors wanted us to do? Yeah, that's he, basically it. We've done it. That's it. Well They're done. both good, but the arcade moves. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Retro Reset, a good podcast, by the way. They're, yeah, they're, like they're, they're, I really do recommend them. Yeah. But they said, I had one at launch, good memories, but I only ever got two games, Star Wars, Arcade, 32 is a hidden classic. It was an immersive Star Wars experience of the time with great cockpit point of view and pilot and gunner co-op mode. 
and I don't think many other games have done since. Now, he didn't tell me what the other game was, so he's kind of left me on tenderhooks there. Retro reset. I reckon it's virtual racing. I'm gonna have a guess. I'm gonna say the other game he's got. The other the other game he's got was probably uh, Fred Couples Golf. Fred Couples Golf. <laughs> can't get up. 36, oh, 36 great holes. I mean, that's a great name. <laughs> that's a great name for a game, isn't it? Um, a golf game with only 36 holes. <laughs> <laughs> Swooper Dan. He says, I'm actually a fan, Adrian, explanation mark. Nice one, Dan. He says, for an add-on that was supposed uh, supposed for less than a year, it was, has, a, has a surprising number of fantastic games. He lists Virtual Fighter, Virtual Racing Deluxe, Star Wars, and Chaotix, of course. Uh, we t- mentioned that as well. All essentials in my eyes. Feel the add-on could have shone if given more time. thing is, I mean, this is not probably not a popular viewpoint, but like, how many... Re- really good games do you need like if you have a system I think if a system has 10 good games yeah. that's enough and I think yeah, most people a lot, yeah. a lot, for a lot of systems they have a lot of filler and yeah 10, 10 good games will see you through yeah, yeah. for every Fred couple you've got, <laughs> sir, you've got three and a half good games here. <laughs> uh, Metalhead apparently now I was a bit cheeky Dylan because I thought I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chuck the cat amongst the pigeons I tagged in Michael Latham in this tweet you did and, and I didn't thought, respond I saw it I thought a little bit cheeky because he, he made Eternal Champions yes. he, I also know for a fact that he was involved in a few games in the 32X mm-hmm. so I thought I'm going to annoy his timeline a little bit Yeah, I'm going to chuck it in there he loves us nagging him well I actually said I'm going to I'll tell you what we'll get, we'll get him on a pod one day mm. so he's an ex Sega employee and he said well look since I'm tagged <laughs> Sorry, Michael. Sorry, I will that. say the Sega CD has the better library, but the 32X never got a chance to have a solid library of games designed for it. Mm. I think it may have surprised its detractors. Mm. And he says, I know this firsthand. I had three titles for it shot in the head. Google, the head? Ratchet, Boom. and Bolt 32X. I... I mean, if he was working on the first uh, search engine, that was a big... <laughs> Can you imagine? Google. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, Michael, if you're listening, we need to ask you about these crazy games. Yeah. And we've got to ask you more about the 32X. I don't think he's listening, but okay. I doubt it as well. Just to finish things up. No. Don't, don't give me that smirk. <laughs> when you give me that smirk, something bad's going to happen. Oh, my words. Um, I got another tweet, didn't I? You ready for this? Mod Nifikik. Oh, Nifik. Modnifik. Modnifik. Mod, M-O-D, capital. The Sega QA guy. Nifikik. And I said... <laughs> he replied. He said, oh, I worked on a few games of it back in the early earlier stages. Two were canned. It was meant as a stopgap and cost a lot of cash. In the end, it was deemed a mistake and time spent on it should have been directed elsewhere. Now, I clicked on these. Uh, I thought, well, who's this character? Who's this mm. ex-Sega employee? But he was very mysterious. I couldn't, he had no name, no kind of link to a website. And I thought, who's this crazy, crazy dude? So I said, could I be cheeky and ask your name? Are you a game developer? Would you be up for an, uh, an interview for Arcade Attack? Now, I asked that question and I put my phone down. I tweeted him. I thought this could be a good, a good, a good person. To, can you imagine? Yeah. He can re- re- reveal some great stories about the 32X. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I put my phone down for a few hours and then I just saw a message didn't I, on Facebook and Keith was like, he asked me, what is, what is an untucked arcade attack? <laughs> what is an untucked arcade attack? Rob, what is an untucked arcade attack? Rob, what is an, un- an untucked arcade attack? Apparently this one, because that's how you open the show. Uh... I, I, init- I thought I said, would you be up for an interview? I actually... Message this guy. I said, "Would you be up for an untucked arcade attack?" 
question mark. Why so, did it put the word untucked in? I don't know. So, so good old Modnifikik, he said, I'm not a geek. <laughs> he said, I'm not a dev. I was part of the QA for Sega. What's an untucked arcade attack? <laughs> oh, and I, he didn't see my reply for ages because obviously I was away for a few hours. And, he, and I said, I'm in an interview. Whoops, my bad. Stupid autocorrect. And he said, well, I'd rather keep my name off the web. <laughs> I don't blame him now. Yeah. I don't mind answering anything apart from that. And then Andy got involved. Good old Andy Eden. He said, yeah. if arcade underscore Adriano, that's my Twitter account, asks you to untuck anything during an interview, uh, no thanks, bye, is a perfectly acceptable answer. Yeah. And then good mod Nifikik. Mod Nifik. Just say mod Nifik. Mod Nifik. He said, I might agree. Uh, become a household name and rich and famous and complain and hashtag me too. Oh, hashtag. Oh. So there you go. I could be sued quite soon for my un- my right. dodgy untucking. Yeah. I knew that's what you were doing at the beginning of the podcast. That's why I was like, oh, that's an untucked <laughs> Dylan got it. Dylan got it. In yeah. joke. In joke. Um, so if, you ever, if anyone asks you, do you want an untucked arcade attack, what would you say to him, Dylan? Oh, hell no. What would you say, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. Um... That basically wraps things up for the 32X. Any last minute things? Um, I'm looking forward to trying to put this all together with my Mega CD and my Mark One Mega Drive <laughs> and see whether we can try and get some burns of those 32X yeah. CD games. I want to so. come around your house and play it. That's my final Oh, cool. Thought. No, Rob, you're a fan, I can tell. So there you go. But 32X and out. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at ArcadeAttackUK, at KeithBarlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ArcadeAttackUK. Please check out our website at ArcadeAttack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top tens, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.